Welcome to Paddling Adventures Radio. I'm Sean Rowley, and with me is Derek Specht. Hello. Happy almost anniversary. <laughs> Three years. I didn't get you anything. <sighs> Today <laughs> is February 14th, first off, so happy Valentine's Day to everybody out there. All the peeps. All the lovers. <laughs> Oh, the lovers. You're creeping me out. He's <laughs> just creepy, man. Uh, yeah, Valentine's Day today. Didn't eat any chocolate, did you? Didn't bring any, did you? Did you bring flowers? You brought me beer. That's close <laughs> enough. All right. Awesome, buddy. I brought you beer. <laughs> I brought us beer. That's cool. So in three days, it will be February 17th. And what's significant about that specific date? February 17th, 2016, you and I released a very first show. First ever of its kind. First ever Paddling Adventures radio show. It was on WRVO at the time, Reno yes. Viola Outdoor Network, an online r- internet uh, r- radio web-based radio station. Yeah. Yeah, so you couldn't just go to your radio, turn it on, and dial. You had to actually log in. Yeah. So three years ago, uh, we talked to Carolyn Hislip at the Canadian Canoe Museum, and we talked to Kevin Callan, the happy camper. He was, well, technically he was our second guest because we talked to Carolyn first. Yep, absolutely. So, yeah. But he was on our first show. He was. And he was on our 100th show, and he's promised to be on our 200th show, <laughs> and our 300th, and our 400th, and our 500th. <laughs> oh, 600. I'm in purgatory. <laughs> 96 years from now. <laughs> How come Kevin Callan to the show? <laughs> it's our 1,000th show. <laughs> so yeah, so in three days, this Sunday will be three years since our first show. Yeah, our first release, our Woo! first episode, our first Wee! output. Yeah. Wee! <laughs> and you know what we get for that? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> A big bag of nothing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've gone from a few people listening each week <clears throat> to about 17,000 a month. Yeah. Yeah. Some big numbers. It is. Yeah, like a lot of people like to listen with blab about <laughs> this, that, the other thing. And, you know, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. So thanks, everybody, for sticking with us for yes, that's three awesome. whole years. Yeah. And hopefully there's another three to come along after this one. Exactly. Or until we... You know, run out of stuff to say. Yeah. Which is almost every week. Yeah, which is almost every week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was uh, just talking about podcasts and stuff like that. Um, I was on, there's a couple podcast groups on Facebook and forums and stuff I'm, I'm always checking out. And I was checking out a couple things. There was a little topic that caught my eye and there, people are talking about, you know, do you put music in your podcast? Yes, yes. Um, and of course, you know, it's a, what they hate about podcasts and things they've noticed about podcasters. And of course, there's a couple ex-radio people in there that are uh, making their comments and stuff. And it gets to talking about drinking while you're doing your podcast and swearing while you're doing your podcast. Oh, yeah. And, you know, right on the borderline of people going nuts. So I'm just following these and... Uh, one of the things about the, the swearing, I mean, there's days where I'll use, not on the show, but you know, I'll use the F-bomb like yeah. a comma. Oh yeah. Stub you your know. toe, you're screaming away. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And as I, I, I just said, you know what? We tell our guests, this is a clean show. It's pretty much a family show. Anybody can listen. So no swearing, please. We've had one almost slip up and one really quick slip up yeah. in three years. That's pretty darn good. Uh, that's pretty darn good. I might say. Yeah. And the beer, the the drinking, I said, you know what? We'll have a couple of drinks while we're doing it. But why would you be sitting there getting absolutely wasted to while record doing something. a podcast? Yeah. You're trying to record. So, Where's the quality? Yeah. You're trying to record it. You're getting wasted and you're swearing your fool head off. Unless that's your shtick of your show. Yeah. Why would you do it? I know. I, I don't know that it brings anything to, like, I'm sure there's a few people out there that like to hear that kind of stuff, but, uh. Well, I think it's like I, the I, Howard Stern sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you want to be the next Howard Stern, it's like, hey, we're going to make a breakout. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot of people out there that do view pod, and, and I do to a, to a certain extent, just because of how we started this. Yeah. 
they view podcasting as a radio thing. Yes. You know, so, I mean, we have our, our intro, we have our stuff, we have commercials, we have more stuff, another commercial, we have our, our exit and, you know, it's, it's a show. It's sort of like you would see on the radio sort of thing and you treat it, treat it that way, but other people don't. So then they get to talking well about the music. Do you have music? Yes. Do you have music? No. I see no point in it. Blah, blah, blah. And somebody made the, I, I so wanted to answer, but this site is that I was on is, you know, they try to be professional. Yeah. So yeah, you don't. Yeah. So it was like, well, sometimes the music at the beginning of the show sort of gives you a feel for what the show is about. So between the name of the show and the music. It's the theme. It's the. Yeah. yeah. You know what to expect. You know what's coming. I so badly wanted to say, you are so, so, so wrong. And why would he be wrong, Sean? She. She would be wrong because our show is entitled Paddling Adventures Radio, and our theme music sounds like 70s porn. So, welcome to Paddling Adventures Radio. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's not what it's about. No. <laughs> she is so wrong. Yes. You will be misled. <laughs> we, we're lying. <laughs> oh, my God. I listened to this Paddling Adventures radio show. 30 seconds, and then I found out, no, it's canoeing and kayaking. <laughs> Wasn't what I thought it was at all. I was devastated. I'm so mad. I'm, I'm writing a letter. <laughs> Writing a letter complaint to the internet. Yeah, is there an international podcast association I read a letter to? Now those paddling adventure radio guys. Yeah, not what you think they are. If you listen to their music and listen to the name, so (laughs) that was my week. How was your week? (laughs) Not as fun as that. Um, yeah, I've been going through podcasts lately. I've been finding a, a couple new ones to listen to. Uh, you get to a point where all the podcasts you listen to are either done. Yeah. No longer hold your interest or you're caught up and, um, you know, they're, they're not as, there's a lot of podcasts I find, especially outdoors. Like I go back and I, I, I start looking at other, uh, like paddling kay- kayaks and stand up paddle boards. And okay. Podcasts that are out there. And you go, oh, these guys got like a hundred shows. Cool. And you look, well, they stopped making them in 2016. Yeah. 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 Or, they you know, got burned out. They, yeah. And we're going to be like that someday too, eventually. Right. Yeah. In the year 2057. <laughs> like, That's a lot of beer, buddy. <laughs> you better take, take some stock in a company. This, this is like a life sentence. <laughs> what are you saying? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So I've been looking at that sort of thing and, and just, like I say, yeah, some of them just die out. Some of them just don't hold your interest anymore. Or some, I mean, some of them switch from, like, we're a weekly one. Yes. And some, you know, and we try to keep it consistent. Yeah. Close to an hour or more uh, every week. Yeah. And, but, you know, some of them you're like, oh, yeah, we, they put one out at the beginning of the month. They put one out at the end of the month. They put one out two months later, just totally inconsistent. Yeah, and it's, like, that oh. is consistency that uh, I kind of appreciate how we run this thing and how we do it is, is uh, it's it's predictable. People know Thursday mornings. Hey, yeah. let's go listen to it. Right. Yeah, right. like I said, we've been trying to get it. once we got off the radio station bit of it, uh, which was every Wednesday. Oh, it gave us so much more breathing room. Yeah, and like I say, Thursday mornings by nine o'clock. Try to get the, this up and running, and so it's there for download. It's there for streaming yeah. every Thursday, you know, just like clockwork sort of thing. Some days it gets up. I get it up, get it there a bit earlier, but you know, by nine o'clock at least. Yeah. Um. So I've been searching out some new ones, and yeah, there's a couple there that are yeah, they're good. There's a couple I've listened to a few episodes, and it's just like, ugh, what garbage. And I'm looking for, and I know you've been looking for. Outdoor related podcasts that people are listening to. Exactly. And, and I keep looking and I've, I've come across a few, like there, I, I think I played one of the uh, portion of an episode to you. So it was, it's various people doing paddling radio or canoeing mm-hmm. or sup t 
TV or, or there's all kinds of stuff like that, but there's no consistency. A lot of them, they, they don't control the length of their episodes. It's just random stuff that comes out. So anyway, from 10 minutes to an hour. Yeah. Yeah. There's no rhyme or reason. Yeah. I find if I see a, a podcast going for 10 minutes, I, I don't even bother. Oh, I know. Yeah. Same thing with YouTube videos. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't even click on them if they're more than like 14, 15 minutes long. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, 10 minutes. Yeah, it's, it's totally opposite. Like a YouTube video, you want shorter videos. Yes. But yes. a podcast, you want to be able to get some long time listen to it, right? Uh, and well, and I think the specific reason for that is uh, now I've done it and I know other people prefer this. It's it's your method of the way you listen to the episodes. It's you're t- you tend to be saving up six episodes to and then you're heading up off north to go paddle somewhere so you got like four or five hours in the car mm-hmm. and so you're gonna listen to podcasts for the drive right instead of just random drivel music you you can listen to the podcast so i think that's where a lot of people come at it from yeah well i there's there's i know there's one podcast that they put out uh that i listen to um once a month once a month twice a month and uh, yeah, I'll, I listen to that on my drive in in the morning and then yeah. I'll listen to the second half on my drive home sort of thing, which it, which is, is perfect. So if you're looking for a new outdoor, now when it comes to paddling podcasts, I find stand up paddle board and kayaks yep. tend to be it. Exactly. Yeah. And a lot of them died in 2016. Yes. You'll, you'll go into, to, and this is what, what I don't like about iTunes is they hold on to these. I don't know for how long, but you'll type in, you know, kayaking or something. And it comes up with all these kayaking ones. And yeah, well, they did a kayaking podcast. They, they released two episodes in 2013. Yes. Why is that still there? I know. Like why be even bothered maintaining it? Yeah. Like it's. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I wonder if there's some sort of algorithm that they can tell when it's been watched or when, it, you know, when, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I don't know, but that's, so I'm finding there, there is, it lists, like you can find a bunch of podcasts on stand up paddle boarding, or you can find it on kayaking. I think ours is the only podcast I found that covers everything. Exactly. And it's more consistent. And there's only a couple out there. That are still going, but you got to find them. It's, it's, it's not as easy to find them as you would think. Yeah. And because I, there's all these other ones mixed in, right? Yeah. And it, it's, I suppose it doesn't help. Like when I do my searches for, for stuff like that, it's like you come up with limited amounts. It's hard to find a proper search term to find something that exactly what you want. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's really sporadic. There's, there's not, there's a lot of weird stuff out there, but not the quality of stuff that you're looking for. Oh yes! Oh yes! <laughs> Paddling adventures! All right, <laughs> we're going downhill. <laughs> so, what criteria are you using? What do you use to to find the podcasts you're interested in? Are you just talking paddling, camping, hiking, all the above? If you're looking for outdoor related podcasts, what are you looking for? Me? Yeah. Well, right now, recently, because I'm doing some. Uh, some, you know, uh, mountaineering and stuff like that, doing go, uh, like Adirondacks and White Mountain. I, I'm looking at a few podcasts for that. So I found like uh, Alpinist Magazine, which led me, one of their interviews led me to another podcaster about uh, climbing and the emotions of, you know, involved behind it and yada, yada, yada. So it's just, I really, I guess it's the, the, the whatever is going on at the moment, you do a search for that kind of search term, right? And yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's usually kind of hit and miss. It's, uh, it, I think it takes a lot of practice to be good at finding the proper search term to find what you're looking for. Yeah, because you know what? Like Google is your friend. Yes. But sometimes when it comes to podcasts, yeah, no, <laughs> not really your friend. No. So, so if anybody has any good podcast, outdoor-related podcasts they like to listen to, yes, drop us a line. You can find a, a contact. There's a contact button on our website, yeah. paddlingadventuresradio.com. Drop us a line on Facebook. There's an inbox or a message or whatever. And let us know what podcasts you're you're listening to, uh, outdoor-related podcasts. Maybe we'll take a peek at them ourselves. It could be interesting that we'd, we'd uh, actually enjoy them as well. 
It's great to hear ourselves talk every week, you know. But <laughs> I, I uh, don't listen to us. I know I you don't, don't listen to the episodes. Yeah. yeah. Now that we're three years, you got to start sharing our stuff too. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell your wife I knew. He doesn't share. Our she stuff. started listenly. Has she? Yeah, for the last two months, she's been listening to the episodes. Really? Yeah. Siobhan, if you're listening to this right now and Derek's sitting beside you, punch him. <laughs> <laughs> she listens at work. Oh. Call him up and punch, punch him. <laughs> Tell him to share his stuff. Share this everywhere. Tell him that. Um, yeah, I'm so an dr- introvert. So, <laughs> Oh, you're a something. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, drop us a line and let us know what outdoor podcast you're listening to. And uh, if there's a link that you can send us, send that as, as well and we can give it a listen. And, hey, maybe we'll find uh, the next... The next big thing. The next big thing that we really enjoy as well. And what else is... Oh, Alan Drummond, Kingdom Outdoor Products. Yes. Guess where he is? Road trip. He did a road trip. We talked about him uh, two, three shows ago. That had been two shows ago. He yeah. was driving a, the Trudeau billboard down in, oh, in yeah, the yeah, States yeah, yeah, in Kentucky yeah, yeah. there, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, he, he, that was on his way down. He's been down there paddling um, in Florida. He's doing the kayaking thing down there. He's sightseeing. He's paddling with manatees. That's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's because they, they, they can't escape. Uh, he's had some great weather. Lots of food. He's, he's posted all these pictures of food that he's... What do you have? Shrimp balls and, and grits or something like that? Shrimp and grits? Um, all these different southern foods that you... Exactly. About. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's just... Uh, having I know. It's like it's like recipe book. or His Facebook is recipe book yeah. for the last little while. Oh, it's yeah. like, yeah. man, he keeps taking pictures of his food. Yeah. Do something, buddy. <laughs> Don't just take pictures of your food. And, ooh, he was... He saw... Yeah, I saw all these manatees and then a horny alligator. <laughs> yeah. right. what is that like I, I didn't i didn't catch that he messaged you personally yeah, for that yeah we were talking about so i didn't catch yeah. that one I, I didn't get what he was what yeah he, this he references he was looking at all these animals coming by and he's paddling and oh look there's an alligator apparently he thought it was an angry alligator no it wasn't an angry alligator so what's the difference between an angry alligator and a horny alligator well, if you don't know, I'm not telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't think I want to run into either to tell you the truth. No, precisely, yeah. You know? Yeah, hey, absolutely. Hey, hey. <laughs> Again, with the paddling adventure. <laughs> I, I don't know. He's just talking about all these animals he's seeing. Yeah, I'm paddling, and, yeah, I'm paddling along, and there's manatees, and they're fantastic. And then there's this horny alligator <laughs> I thought he was angry but no I don't know if somebody's guiding them and he's told us told them oh no don't worry about it. he's not angry he just wants some uh, but whatever <laughs> so John Van Berger our foreign correspondent yes is hooking up with him this week they're uh, he's he's in Florida Alan's yep. in Florida they're going to get together and they're probably going to eat food drink some beers and do some paddling not Beauty. in that order <laughs> so I told him to make sure that uh, you get some pictures of, of all and send oh, us yeah. so we can post it to our yeah. our Facebook site. And uh, yeah, that's that's awesome when you get a guy from Toronto, a guy from Wisconsin and meeting up in Florida. I know. How does that happen? <laughs> oh, it's just a quick trip. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> We're up here in the crappy weather. Oh, other than that, uh, what else is going on? Um Nothing. 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 The winter doldrums. This yeah, it's the February blogs, yeah, right? Yeah. So uh, this is when cabin fever s- strikes. Yeah. Mm, this weekend. Ooh, I'm camping this weekend. Are you? This, yeah. Family day this I weekend. I might be too. You are pseudo camping. Pseudo camping. Yeah, no, I'm uh I'm camping. I'm yeah. enjoying Are you bringing that tent? I am bringing that tent. That tent that's in a pile on my floor, still not folded. I am bringing that tent. I might just throw it in the back of my truck that way. (laughs) There you go. Tent's there. Okay. Don't have to haul it out of the bag and fold it. So, so as we record this, because you're not really technically here right now. Not technically here. As we record. As we're recording, because we had to, 
With the miracle of time travel and technology, <laughs> we are able to record Derek before he goes away to make sure that you listen to him while he's away exactly. and you enjoy his voice until he gets back. So technically, so technically nobody even knows if I'm dead or alive right now. Ooh. <laughs> so with the miracle of technology and time travel, I may be looking for a new host. <laughs> Go host. Like the, Sh- the Schrodinger's, Schrodinger's cat yeah. of podcasters. Is he dead or is he alive? He can Ooh. be, oh, because we don't know. We don't, we don't he, know. Could he could be, be either, either or both. <laughs> He's deadly alive. Yeah. So, so uh, as everybody's listening to this on the Thursday, I'll be in a vehicle driving uh, north from the White Mountains. The White, yeah, yeah, because it's yeah. the White Mountains. Because I keep thinking the White Mountains, Adirondack. I get so confused. <laughs> yeah, so the Adirondacks are well, where we went hiking previously is in New York State, mm-hmm. and uh, the Presidential Range with uh, uh, the peak at Mount Washington that that is uh, in New Hampshire. Isn't Mount Washington the one that everybody gets the bumper sticker? My car made it up, Mount Washington. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Now yeah. I know why that sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah. So you guys are driving up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. He was going to drive park at the summit. We did it. So as, as we were recording this, we've been looking at weather and stuff like that, and it doesn't look all that promising. So we're hoping for, as we get closer to the date, well, the weather is going to be, the clarity of what the forecast is going to be is, and our in-house meteorologist, Matt uh, Grinter. Oh, yeah. Uh, so he's he's monitoring the weather for us, and uh, so we'll have a better idea of what we're up with uh, closer to the date. So you're taking a weatherman with you, and you're believing what he says. <laughs> well, he's he's caught us on the Weather Network app looking at weather. He says, don't trust them. <laughs> <laughs> You're doomed. <laughs> doomed. <laughs> That's fine. You'll have a blast for those that have A blast of wind. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, our first day there, right now, they're forecasting wind gusts of uh, up to 110 or 120 kilometers an hour. That's like what With we got. sustained at like 70 kilometers yeah. or something. Because we were, what, 109 when we were up on, uh, on the Moose River yeah. back in the fall. Ooh, that's windy. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one that uh, destroyed my tarp. Oh, yes. Yes. Right? But yeah. you have a new one now. I got a new one now. It's sitting right over there ready to be used. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, what's, what's, oh, we got a couple things on the on thing. Let's talk about this one first. So paddle boarding. You stand up. Paddleboard. Stand up paddleboarding. Right. Specific use. Uh-huh. You stand yeah. up, you yeah. paddle. It's all good. We talk. Why would you do it any other way? Yeah. So that's what we do here. We talk paddling. Until you say, hey, did you see this? <laughs> what is wrong with these people? <laughs> so now I have to say this is not paddling no matter what they call it. <laughs> I don't call it paddling per se, but yeah. we'll give them the benefit of the doubt because, you know. I have my own issues with this. There is a film coming out called By Hand. It's a feature-length documentary adventure film in an attempt to escape comfort, reconnect to the natural world, and set a new bar for ocean adventure. Twin brothers Casey and Ryan Higginbottom. Higginbottom? Higginbottom? Higginbotham. Higginbotham made a decision that would reshape their lives. On March 18th, 2016, they embarked on a 2,200-mile paddle, that's miles, from Alaska to Mexico. Sounds cool, right? (laughs) Yes. With 18-foot paddle boards. Okay. The brothers carried nothing more than two dry bags of gear each and a camera. No support boats, no paddles. Huh? (laughs) No paddles. I know. No paddles. <laughs> Nothing similar to gauge off. So these two guys are taking paddle boards on an epic journey and they're leaving the paddles behind. So you know when you see surfers run out and they oh, yes, yes, yes. Yep. paddle out, way out, they lay on their boards and they paddle. Yeah. And then when they get to the waves, they turn it around, they paddle fast and they stand up. Yeah. Well, picture... Those surfers paddling 
from Alaska all the way to Mexico. Never standing up. Well, I'm sure they stood up once in a while. Maybe to pee. But the paddling, the constant prone position paddling. Mm-hmm. Well, they do talk about uh, health issues and, and uh, you know, the stuff that they have to deal with with, uh, with this. Like, I can imagine my major complaint would be, hey, I don't have a paddle. <laughs> um, yeah. So, <laughs> there is a teaser for trailer for the film yes yeah um yeah i don't know what 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 i i i don't see the point no neither do i i don't see why, why would they... you like i i can see like yeah it's a grand adventure going from alaska yeah. to to mexico but if you're doing it on a stand-up paddle board why are you gonna lay down and do it I know. And they complain about the, the difficulties, the uh, muscle muscle problems, back problems. Yeah, they both it, had spine it, issues at one yeah, point. Like the, the constant prone hand paddling of the kayaks, It's that's such a brutal way. Like, what, 2,200 miles? miles? So when you're thinking, Ugh. okay, I'm cruising down, I'm, I'm in the... in the ocean off the coast of California, and I'm paddling, paddling. What are you thinking? <laughs> What's your biggest fear at that point? Well, for me, it'd be sharks. Ba-ding! <laughs> that looks That's like a what seal I'm up thinking. there. I'm thinking I'm gonna be sitting there, and dude, sharks are gonna come by, and <clears throat> there goes my arm. Yeah, exactly. So now I've got one arm to paddle with. <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough, in the trailer, whoa! I think we just saw a shark. Oh yes, 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 yes. I think okay. At that point, I'm done. <laughs> Somebody come and give me a battle. Packing up, I'm going home. I'm out of here. I, I don't, yeah. I mean, you know, it's pretty cool adventure. I don't see why you would want to do it that way. By hand. Yeah. Laying down a paddle, like. Brutal. Because you're, 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 you're at water length. You can't, you're not really. The seeing... view would be nasty, right? Yeah. Like you're going to see your gear in front of you and you're going to see sort of a little bit of view side to side, but for the most part, like you're, you're dealing with uh, open water waves and mm-hmm. with no paddle. And if you're laying flat, you got to crank your neck up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. To look, yeah, right? That's going to cause more damage to your neck. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> well, all the partial, I guess. <laughs> few details about when the full film will be released online. Hmm. Nothing like this has ever been done before. Well, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're saying, <laughs> um, as adventure goes, their undertaking looks straight up brutal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Precisely. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't call that paddling. <laughs> yeah. They say hand paddling by hand. Well, okay. Whatever. Yeah. You're swimming on a board. Yeah, you want a, you're a wannabe surfer, a long distance surfer that can't find a wave. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It could be a pretty cool movie. Uh, if you go to GearJunkie.com, I know they've got the trailer there, and I'm sure if you just Googled uh, by hand uh, Alaska to Mexico, Alaska to Mexico, yeah. you, you'll you'll get and, a YouTube. And that's how I found the video that I watched. Yeah, you'll get the YouTube video and check it out. Um, yeah, we'll have to see what happens. Maybe they'll throw out some more footage or something like that, and and uh, we'll get a better better look at it. But as it goes right now, yeah, I'm not interested. So <laughs> I'll watch, but I'm not going to do it myself. <laughs> I'll watch it, but I won't enjoy it. I can't imagine how difficult that would be. Oh, it's got to be really difficult. Yeah. But I, I, you know what? I'm all for going on a giant adventure like that. But you got to be enjoying yourself as yeah. well. And you got to think that's yeah. probably going to wear off really fast. <laughs> yeah. Week six, I can't raise my head. I got spine issues. And okay, well, yeah, you know what? Yeah, maybe you should have stood. So anyway. <laughs> Yeeks. Yeah. Uh, New Hampshire. We're talking about New Hampshire. Yes, we were. Uh, in the White Mountains and all that. Uh, yes. Canoe and kayak registration fees. Now these aren't the first people to, no, to do this. It, like it's it's expensive to run government. It's expensive to run uh, rescue services. It's expensive to to maintain and preserve the backcountry and fish and, and wildlife. Fish and, and wildlife. So you uh, you can understand where and why you know elected officials find creative ways to collect more revenue and yeah. And I think this is started. That's how this 
issue here started out, right? So there's a Senate bill 410-FN, an act established a reg a, sorry, an act establishing a registration fee for canoes and kayaks. Yeah. So I got to think that's each canoe and each kayak. It is. Which for me would suck because I got four of them. Yeah. Right? Yep. So there's 40 bucks. Okay, whatever. <laughs> per year. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, so now I'm getting annoyed. <laughs> the bill establishes a $10 annual registration fee for canoes and kayaks. $3 processing fee is retained by the authorized agent. Yeah. Okay. So you go into Canadian Tire here and say, I need my $10 fee or whatever, or, or thingy. They keep three bucks. Yes. $3.50 to the Fish and Game Search and Rescue Fund, and three fifty to the Lake Restoration and Preservation Fund. Okie dokie. Uh-huh. While many surveys have been conducted to this to participation in outdoor activities, the total number of canoes and kayaks that will be required to be registered under the bill and the corresponding revenue is indeterminable. There's a lot of that word used <laughs> throughout everything that they did. Yes. Dunno, indeterminable. The Department of Safety estimates a one-time system programming cost to total $90,000 and also states it would require an additional cash terminal, cash terminal operator position, which would cost salary and benefits, 53000 in the first year, 55000 the second year, 58000 the third year, and 61000 the next year. So somebody's getting a raise every year, apparently. <laughs> $90,000... Plus the f for the 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 programming cost, plus fifty three thousand dollars, the benefits and salary, is one hundred and forty three thousand dollars the first year. You divide that by ten, and that comes out to fourteen thousand three hundred canoes and kayaks, just to cover that cost. Yeah, it's a uh, little steep. How many canoes and kayaks do you think are in New Hampshire? Wow, a lot more than what these numbers are saying. You think there's like two hundred thousand, a hundred thousand, fifty thousand canoes and kayaks? Half a million canoes and kayaks? Really? I think so. Okay. I think so. However, as the bill does not provide a funding source to offset these costs <laughs> to the department, yeah, it is assumed they will be charged to the navigation safety fund. So the Navigation Safety Fund will pay for this one-time fee plus the salary. Uh, it will be also be used to purchase canoe and kayak boat decals. Okay. Yeah. So this safety, I'm not sure what the safety fund is. It doesn't explain it. The Department of Environmental Services states this bill will increase revenue to the Lake Restoration and Preservation Fund by a indeterminable... indeterminable amount. So no one seems to know. You can tell that they, they're just throwing this out there and have no idea <laughs> if they'll be able to cover their costs. That's or irresponsible. Like they wouldn't do that. Make money at it. Nothing. As a result, state restricted expenditures will increase. Mm -hmm. <laughs> to the yeah, extent obviously, yeah. municipalities are the recipient of any grants or awards from the increased revenues to the Lake Restoration Preservation Fund, local revenue and expenditures will increase as well. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. This isn't sounding too beneficial no. yet. To the extent municipalities process registrations, this bill may increase local revenues from authorized agent fees and local expenditures for administration costs. Sounds like the only people benefiting from this are the people that are selling them <laughs> and <laughs> getting their go. $3 each. Exactly, yeah. Um, huh. Of course, this is going to cause debates between supporters and non-supporters. One person already has said, New Hampshire Fish and Game Department has been underfunded for years. While its mission, especially search and rescue, continues to expand, New Hampshire Fish and Game has had to draw on the general fund... 600,000 to 800,000 per year huh. to me meet even its basic budgetary requirements. 
Okay, so this is a total, like, another fund. Yeah, this yeah. is... While other states balance their fish and wildlife department budgets with a portion of the rooms and meals tax or a portion of sales tax on the sale of canoes, kayaks, and hunting and fishing equipment, these options appear anathema to no tax New Hampshire. It's like they're, it's in, I've, I've seen some arguments online. They're saying, no, it's not a tax. It's a fee. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, you're just calling a name a name. It's like, that's. Yeah. But even to cover a portion of this 600 to $800,000, how many canoes and kayaks would need to be registered each year when only $3.50 of that $10 goes towards it? Six hundred thousand dollars divided by three dollars and fifty cents is one hundred and seventy-one thousand four hundred and twenty-nine canoes and kayaks. It's uh... just to cover that. Mm -hmm. huh. So, like I say, you need at least two hundred thousand kayaks, canoes and kayaks registered, just to cut, yeah, yeah. to break even to yeah. make money. So, wow, that's that's <laughs> a lot. Now, like I say, there's other other states that that do the the fees and stuff like that. Uh, a lot of it goes towards, um, like I say, the the environment protection and rehabilitation and all that sort of stuff. You know what? If I if I know that's what it's going for, well, it is ten bucks. It does serve a purpose. It does make sense. It's yeah. not just frivolous collection, but still, it's, uh, it's you know it's a lot of money for every year, every year, every yeah, year. yeah. You know what? Do it a one time. Stick this sticker on your. Yeah, and, your canoe and and you're good. And the key thing is that uh, back in the day, you want to regulate the motorized vehicles. You want to regulate the fuel consumption and stuff like that. But it's, I don't know. Yeah, you know what? Like I say, part of me sits there and says, "Yeah, this is a good deal." You know, ten bucks, whatever, ten bucks. But like I say, when you got four, five, six, seven. But a manually powered watercraft? Why would you register those? It's, it's like, obviously it's for revenue. It's yeah. just, but I yeah. just, I just thinking they're barking up the wrong tree, but this is being debated right now. They're, yep. they're hammering out the final words and it looks like it's going to come into law. Yeah. Like I say, it's, it's, they were restricted out of like, they weren't included in the original. So this is all an amendment too. Yes. So we'll see what happens. But, uh, you know, I, Hey, once one starts it, the next starts it. And I, I, I would be more inclined to say, Hey, here's a card. It costs you 20 bucks for the lifetime. And that would be different. Yeah. And you just carry like it with a, you, whatever yes. boat you're in. You know, if you're in a canoe, you're in your kayak, whatever, show your card. You don't need a specific one each year for whatever. So, um, yeah, so that's that. We'll see what happens. We'll follow out. And uh, like I say, I think once one does it, I think that more people will start coming in and, and checking it out. Let's take a quick break here and we'll be right back with something really cool. Hey, this is Sean Rowley and you're listening to Paddling Adventures Radio. To find out more about us, check out our website, paddlingadventuresradio.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Current and past episodes of our podcast can be downloaded or streamed from iTunes, Google Play, and the episode page of our website. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for the show, we would love to hear from you. So drop us a line on Facebook or our website. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the show. This portion of the show is brought to you by Algonquin Outfitters. Algonquin Outfitters, providing quality Algonquin Park backcountry adventures for the entire family since 1961. Whether you want to get on the water for a day or a week, the friendly staff at Algonquin Outfitters can help you out. Find them online at algonquinoutfitters.com or visit one of their 12 locations. Algonquin Outfitters, your outdoor adventure store, with locations in Algonquin Park, Muskoka, and Halliburton. Welcome back. So I was looking last weekend, I think it was, I was on the internet and I saw this thing and I thought, oh, I'll have to check this out closer to the date. And then you sent it to me saying, hey, have you seen this? So I figured, you know what? If I've seen it and you've seen it, means we've seen it. So let's talk about it. <laughs> So clear and concise. You like my logic? <laughs> I do. If yes. you've seen it and I've seen yeah. it, then we've both have seen it. Yeah. So we're going to talk about it. Maker's Rendezvous 2019, put on by Bear Mountain Boats and Canadian Canoes. So every few years, Bear Mountain Boats, which I wasn't aware of, and Canadian Canoes, uh, have posted a gathering to promote and recognize the role of craftspeople 
and makers in our world. We invite you to join us in the 2019 Makers Rendezvous in Westport, Ontario, September 14th and 15th, 2019. Westport is just north of uh, Kingston. Is it? So Yeah, so you drive to Kingston, you head up to 15 towards Smith Falls, and oh, okay. then halfway up that you hang a right. Uh, it's what, three hours to Smith Falls from here. So it's got to look like it's about two and a half hours or so to, to Westport from here. And, uh, yeah. So who will attend this maker's rendezvous? Well, let me tell you. Well, there's going to be the obvious candidates. Yeah. Tinkerers, metal workers, wood turners, sailors, builders, designers, (laughs) suppliers, artists, writers, schools, woodshop cooperatives, filmmakers, historians, musicians, conservationists, educators, publishers, and publishers. And podcasters. And podcasters. And everyone is welcome. Uh, Most events are free. We invite you to support this event and our presenters by purchasing an optional supporter ticket. So it sounds like you, you go there and there's all these different presenters and stuff and you can attend who you want to attend and different things that they show you how to do and yes. stuff like that, right? Yeah. Dinner on Saturday night will be hosted at a local winery and require tickets, uh, as do a few of the workshops. So yeah, if there's a workshop you need a ticket again to probably to pay for whatever it is you're doing. So there's a, there's an expense probably if they're going to, if they're going to charge you, then there's obviously an expense to put it on, right? So. Oh yeah. 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 So. A canoe raffle will help to offset the costs. Tickets will be for sale on site or online. And considering Bear Mountain boats and Canadian canoes. Nice. Hmm. Watercraft. Yeah. I'll be buying a ticket. To give us an attendance idea of attendance, please fill out a registration form. So there is a registration form online. Yeah. If you go to bearmountainboats.com, you can find the Makers Rendezvous or just Google Makers Rendezvous 2019. It'll come up, you find out all the information there, and there's links to registration forms, all that sort of stuff. That's people who are attending. Mm-hmm. Interested in presenting or displaying your work? We'd love to hear from you, whether it's showcasing a personal project or representing your business at the rendezvous. Please include your presentation details in the latest section of the registration form. So, or sorry, the last section. So yeah, again, you got to go in and get your registration form, fill it all out and say, Hey, you know what? I want to come and here's what I do. I'd love to do a little presentation. Yeah, like sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Now this is where it gets fun. Yes. One, very two, fun. three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten eleven, people. twelve. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight nine, nine, ten, ten eleven, twelve. twelve. Do, 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 do. <laughs> okay. All those that were watching Sesame Street growing up, you all know what we're talking about. Uh, confirmed presenters. They got 12 of them sitting here. Ted Moores, author, teacher, and partner at Bear Mountain Boats. Um, he's He's the guy that does the book on how to build a... Yeah, how to build a paddle, how to build a canoe, how to build a kayak. He's got a few books out there now. Uh, Ted will be on board his stunning electric fantail launch in the Westport Harbor and happy to take people on short cruises. (laughs) That would be awesome. This guy here, he's got his sticky fingers and everything. Kevin Callan. He's just (laughs) everywhere. Oh my God. Absolutely. Kevin Callan, the happy camper, author and paddler, is renowned for making the outdoors fun one misadventure at a time. (laughs) He will give a presentation on cooking and trip planning and also entertain us during the Saturday night dinner at Sherman Winery. Nice. Mm Hmm. Guys, everywhere. Dinner and a show. Dinner and a show. Kevin Callan's the show. Hmm. (laughs) <laughs> I think there'd be at a whiskey. <laughs> Jimmy DeResta. Now, you know Jimmy DeResta. Now, I don't know him, well, you but know of I'm him, familiar sorry. of yeah. his work. So I, uh, I'm i a fan of his uh, YouTube videos. He does, a, he's one of these makers and he, some of the stuff he, he builds and designs and whatever. He, so he's got his little, he's got his, uh, his shop on and a YouTube channel. And so it's really neat to see him craft something and, and put like something. Like is it wood stuff or? You name it. It's metal. It's wood. It's oh, he, yeah? he makes a little bit of everything, right? 
Jimmy's easy-to-follow project demonstrations will entertain and inspire accomplished and aspiring makers alike. Okie dokie. Joyce Burkholder, a talented wilderness artist from Barry's Bay. She will offer a three-hour watercolor workshop designed for all levels of experience. Even those who have never painted before, registration is required. So this is, yeah, a registration so that she knows who's coming and the, the supplies yeah. and stuff like that, right? Which makes total sense. And it's sense. a workshop, so there's costs involved, right? Yeah. So there's the, the canvases, the watercolors, and so. Yeah. So it's understandable. Uh, Ron and Pat Frenette of Canadian Canoes have been helping people build their own canoes for 40 years. Yikes. It's a long time. Yeah. They will bring their 26-foot Voyager canoe for paddling excursions. Nah, that'd be fun. This canoe has been on many canoe trips, including one from Milan to Venice. Wow. <laughs> wow, was right. How would you get it over there? Uh, Pat and Ron will set up their typical canoe camp with very fancy Wanigan and also teach a class on how to cane your own canoe seat. Again, registrations required. Kim Pressnail. Teach the skills to carve a cherry paddle. Ooh, that'll be packed. Mm-hmm. Brent Kirkham of Kirk's Canoes in Perth, Ontario, will demonstrate installing exotic inlays on canoes. Oh, canoe decks that'll be interesting. That'll be an interesting one as well. Now, you got a triangle of um, Kingston, Smith Falls, and Perth, and Westcott is pretty much in the middle of them. Yeah. Right? So, uh, yeah, he's from, he's from Perth. Headwaters Canoes will display a mold and demonstrate steam bending ribs for cedar canvas canoes featuring Hugh Stewart, Jamie Bartle, and Kate Prince. Now this guy, uh, we're not sure, hopefully we pronounce the name right. Wayne Mama, Muma, Muma, Muma. uh, of Muma Fine Woodworking will demonstrate sharpening chisels and plate irons. He will display the wood wooden planes he made and used in constructing his own canoe. So he makes his own planes in that. Wow. Huh. I don't think I know anybody that does that. No, it's, that's a rare skill. Yeah. So that'll be interesting to see that one. So far, this is pretty interesting. I know. The only problem is going to be not seeing everything you want to see. Yes, precisely, yeah. Roger Foster of Carlisle Canoes will lead a presentation on how to build a coffee table canoe. <laughs> there you go. My wife refuses to let me paddle it around the house. <laughs> John Summers, author and canoe historian, will display and demonstrate his 1937 Old Town Canoe with its authentic 1937 sailing rig. Uh-huh. So a sailing canoe. Yep. That'll be cool to see. I don't think I've ever seen, I've seen people put like, uh, sails and stuff up, but not an actual, an actual like canoe that. that's rigged for, for proper. That, yeah. yeah. And finally, Dennis Osmond will present a slideshow about the miners and sappers who constructed the Rideau Canal. He may also be persuaded to present a story of building a canoe with three generations of his family. This sounds like a really cool, yeah. um, show. Maker's Rendezvous 2019. I think we should go. I think we should go. That would be very fascinating. Like all these these little uh, presentations and stuff. It was. I I can't think of any of them that I wouldn't want to see. No, I mean you're you're looking at some of these things. They're like, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. And then you know the problem is going to be the the five things you want to see the most. Are all going to be at the same time, time <laughs> in five different places. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't even do half and half or something like that. Uh, there's And there's a couple here that I think they'll be pretty, pretty busy. Oh, yeah. Uh, a lot of, yeah. What is it? There's Bear Mountain Boats. There's Canadian Canoes. There's Kirk Canoes. Headwater Canoes. Carlisle Canoes. Is that five? I think so. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and and that Kevin Callan guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, maybe we should throw podcasters in there. Yes. We'll give us a, a demonstration on how to do a podcast. <laughs> Boy. I bet you we walk around here, we get some good information from these people too. Oh, yeah. Some nice interviews. Yes. Think maybe, be educational. I, 
I think I just grab this little recorder here and uh, yeah, head well, on there and say, speak into microphone, please. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be cool. So yeah, I think, yeah, September 14th and 15th. Yes. In Westport, Ontario. Uh, 2019 Makers Rendezvous. I think we'll, uh, we'll have to be there. Um, other than that, we haven't, uh, did the events page in a couple of weeks. Well, the, and well, there's uh, the, the, I guess we have an edition of the makers rendezvous, but a lot of these events are, uh, are, have been pretty static. And normally we have a lot of, uh, mix over the last few years, but, uh, we were ahead of ourselves and, and so there's. So I guess I'll just go ahead and read off what is existing, just uh, for a reminder for people out there, in case you forget what shows are up and coming. Well, and they're they're pretty close now. They um, are. We're, they don't start this weekend. They start next next weekend. weekend. So we're a week yeah. away from the Toronto Outdoor Adventure Show. That's coming up pretty quick. Which we're going to be at. Yes. Wandering around aimlessly. Yeah. Well, I don't know about aimlessly. I always wander aimlessly. It's the only <laughs> way to wander. Yeah. Aimlessly with purpose. That's right. <laughs> Okay, so here's some of the upcoming paddling events and shows. The Toronto Outdoor and Adventure Show, February 22nd through 24th at the International Centre. The Wilderness and Canoe Symposium, February 22nd and 23rd, same weekend, which is in Toronto. The Quiet Water Symposium, March 2nd at the Michigan State University in East Lansing, Michigan. And who's going to be there? Rabbits. Lots of rabbits. Lots of rabbits. <laughs> and we'll be there too. <laughs> yes. At a booth. <laughs> Let's buy a rabbit. Yeah. yeah. Hey, can you My get daughter's rabbit? told me to buy a rabbit. Can you get a rabbit back across the border? I wonder. It's livestock. We'll ask on the way in. Yeah. It's my dog. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just, my, it's... I'll just bring my dog's rabies shots. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, shortly after that on March 8th through 10th is Canoe Copia at the Alliance Center in Madison, Wisconsin. Jim Baird's going to be there this year. Is he? I think. I'm pretty sure he's going to be there. At Canoe Copia? Yeah. One I of these th- years. I think I've, so. We've got to go one of these years. See, they're going to be there this year or he was there last year. Yeah. I was reading where he's going to be and I'm sure if you go to Jim Baird's page, he'll tell you where he's going to be. Yeah. And I'm sure Kevin Collins is going to be there too. Um, then, then here's the, here's a, a fine event here coming up, uh, Paddling Film Festival, Tuesday, March 19th at Drums and Flats in Ajax, hosted by Paddling Adventures Radio. I hear they're cool guys. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking Salt about going. Salt of the earth. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm considering going. So I might go too, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Buy me a ticket, would you? <laughs> I will. <laughs> uh, Ontario Backcountry Canoe Symposium on April 13th at the Theatre of the Arts at the University of Waterloo. We'll have a booth there and we are also a sponsor of that. Yes, another fine event. And finally, Bear Mountain Boats, the Maker's Rendezvous, September 14th through 15th in Westport, Ontario. That one's a long way away, but hey. It's coming up. It's coming. It'll be here before you know yeah. it. People going, oh man, it's, it's the end of summer. What are we going to do now? Oh, you got this to go to. Did you get your tickets? Get your tickets, get your tickets, get your tickets while they're hot. And I think that's all we've got this week. Yes. Right? I think. I think yes. Yeah. Well, alrighty. Well, if you want to find out more about us, you can find us at paddlingadventuresradio.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can find us on YouTube. If you want to listen to this episode and 156 others, you can find them on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Player FM, and the episode page on paddlingadventuresradio.com. Thanks everybody for listening this week. I'm Sean Rowley. And I'm Derek Specht. We'll see you next time.